As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, and welcome to Self with Lisa Clark. Each week, we share this space to connect, grow, and raise the quality of our consciousness. I am your host, Lisa, and I am a self-practitioner and meditation teacher. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I love your company. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Hello, happy Monday, and welcome to the start of a beautiful brand new day and a beautiful brand new week. Thank you so much for your company. We are kickstarting our day in a highly conscious way. So let's get into it. I'm ready to just dive straight on in today. I'm really excited to be talking about this week's topic. You know, I was really, really, I actually had another episode planned for this week as of literally yesterday it was meant to be a conversation with my best friend one that I told you about that you know we wanted I wanted to bring my best uh, friend on here my best girlfriend Caitlin and we wanted to chat about friendship and we've had this fantastic friendship that has really undergone so many ebbs and flows and changes in our life and um, you know I've known her longer than I haven't and we live completely opposite lives as so much of what we do is different yet we have this incredible friendship so Stay tuned for that next week. That will be streaming into your ears then. I know there's a lot of questions about friendships and um, I took note of them when I asked and invited, you know, questions on on friendship and the ebbing and flowing and the releasing of friendships, things like that, um, when I put it out on my social media. So we'll be answering, answering those questions as well. But for this week, I had to... Um, I had to postpone that conversation because I was really, really called to talk about this topic today. So I felt my guides during my meditations, you know, (laughs) throughout my week, talking to me about it and, you know, inviting me to facilitate that space to talk about it on the podcast, but also in conversations throughout the past week. It's been a major, major theme. So I'm here to talk about it. Locating your life purpose. And I actually think I did an episode in season one of Self, Finding Your Life Purpose or something, the title was something similar to that. Uh, And that was actually over a year ago. I would actually um, really love to go back and listen to that one again and see how I have evolved in my thinking. I mean, you know, we grow in every single moment, every single day, if we choose to, and I do 100%. So When you adopt this mindset, you grow at such a rapid rate all the time. So I would imagine I would have to say a lot of things along the same line. But today, after even one more year on top of what I was, you know, talking about it last year, it comes to you, I'm sure, in in more of a refined and detailed way. I read recently 
when you plan on helping another or being a place for guidance for others, you want to use minimal words to create a maximum impact. And I love that. And how good is that, right? You know, it's true in life too, even if you're not in this field of work, in really any kind of conversation or input. So I'm enjoying applying this to my life at the moment. And it's, you know, really getting better skilled at using minimal words with maximum impact. So let's get into it, you guys. Locating your life purpose. I first of all want to say that not knowing what your purpose is or not having even a vague understanding of what your purpose is can be a really debilitating feeling and it it really doesn't matter your age age can you know it really means nothing if you're in your 40s or your 50s and you feel that you haven't lived your life purpose yet well I kind of think that's really exciting you know like you've gone through so much and still the best is yet to come yeah it's exciting that that fulfilling feeling age really has in my opinion I think nothing to do with it because we all wake up at different points in our life you know and we accept the invitation to raise the quality of our consciousness at different points in our life but when it comes to locating that purpose the answer I have for you and I've got one (laughs) the answer that I have for you is really simple it's actually pretty simple the answer is start observing what you love to do So start paying attention to what you love, you know, what makes you feel good. I don't believe that we can really reach out and try and find and hunt down our purpose. Believe me, I've tried. (laughs) You know, I've really come to learn that we really need to allow our purpose to find us. So it's when we make the observation of learning what we love to do and then doing more of that. What makes us inspired and joyful? That, I believe, is when we get clear direction about what we're meant to do. What is fun for you? And there's really no correct answer here. What is, and there's really not, honestly. What is fun for one might be completely dull and boring for another. There also doesn't need to be any rhyme or reason behind the first thing that pops into your head. What is fun for you? You know, so today I really invite you to start thinking about all of the things you do by choice. Maybe you love to bake, for example. You know, it makes you feel amazing. You love that creativeness. You love eating it. (laughs) You know, you love the design aspect. You love the actual physical making of it. You know, what is stopping you from writing a cookbook or hosting workshops or creating a social media following, documenting your passion? The truth is fun equals fulfillment. That's what we're chasing, right? When we're looking for fun, we're looking to be fulfilled. When we have fun, we feel fulfilled. And that's why finding our fun is a direct link to our life purpose because we aren't really, you know, we we are craving that feeling of just being fulfilled, content with the fact that we're showing up in the exact way we feel that like we're here for, you know, we're not kind of in another situation living a completely like feeling a bit of like an imposter in your life where you're like, I feel like I'm so much capable of so much more than this. What kind of life am I living? It doesn't reflect my innermost desires. Find your fun. And really, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, 
uh, I was brought into a few conversations throughout my week last week that was around this theme. And I was at a coffee shop a few days ago when the barista making, you know, just a kind of small conversation with me, you know, he asked what I did for fun. It was a bit of a, I felt a bit strange. I was just a bit like, it's a bit of an, you know, for me, that's how I received it. It's a bit of an empty, you know, a bit of an empty question. What do I do for fun? You know, little known to him, you know, it really prompted such an investigation within myself. What do I do for fun? What do I find fun? And I think that there are so many, you know, societal pressures out there. We always have to be having fun or like we have to look like we're having a certain kind of fun to be accepted as being a fun person or, you know, going to the beach on the weekend. That's so fun. You know, hanging out with, you know, the boys or the girls. That's fun. You know, like it's weird. (laughs) It's weird to me because that is just like it's like a false fun. Come on, like it's like a false, it's like a cheap thrill. And in my perspective, my truth is my life is fun. That's why I didn't really know how to answer this question. To me, my life is fun, every aspect of it. I'm living and breathing my fun. My version of fun is found in, and you know, some people might laugh at this because again, they might find it really dull, but my version of fun is found in deep exploration of self and learning how to be a magnet for good and super attract things, you know, to identify trauma, to heal that trauma, to help others identify and heal their trauma, to find the light constantly. I'm living my fun. This is fun for me, you guys. As mentioned, it's not like a one-off experience or a cheap thrill for me, like, I don't know, going going on a ride or something like that. It's like, this is my life. My life is fun. I found my purpose here and I came to the conclusion in my thinking, <laughs> in my in- investigation within myself as I was waiting for my coffee, I came to the conclusion that fun for me personally equals fulfillment, yes, but also growth. Even being in pursuit of growing and expanding really gets me going, you know. It completely ignites me. Every inch of my physical and spiritual being you know, learning what I'm about, learning what you are about, learning what life is about, that is fun for me. That's fun to me. (laughs) It is my complete passion, you know, as you may already even know and can tell. I find this fun. Transform that into purpose. And I found my, you know, I action that to transform it into purpose and action it within the world, which for me looks like various modalities within the wellness and spiritual field. So after learning what your fun is, locating your life purpose is also in the learning of the discipline of connecting your internal compass or intuition and taking your hands off the driving wheel. So off the driver's wheel, let go of control and thinking, you know, you might know the outcome. Let life surprise you. Because I've got to say, you know, there's no way there is literally, (laughs) I I laugh just thinking about who the hell I was eight years ago. There is no way eight years ago you could have told me this was the kind of work I would be doing. Not because I was too proud. I would be very impressed. You know, I just wouldn't know how to get from A to B. Because 
back then, like eight years ago, when I started my self journey, I lived in you know majority of the time in my ego. I was really forcing my way through life, deciding what I will make myself do in order to find my purpose and be highly successful. Thank you very much. It wasn't until I found my consistent morning practice and stepped onto the path of my self journey that I allowed myself to let go of the story. So the story of what I thought I should be doing, of what my ego simply just decided my purpose will be, regardless of how it made me feel, because it looked good, you know. And I got to say, if you feel overwhelmed when you talk about life purpose or finding your purpose, anything to do with that, it's okay. It, it is really overwhelming. But I've also got to say, it's it's overwhelming only when you resist it. So take the courage to really lean in. And it takes a lot of courage to do that. It takes a lot of courage. Identify your internal compass and honor it and nurture it every single day. Because by nurturing your internal compass, you are aligning with yourself and your true nature. And this is the very core of your being. So instead of trying to organize and refine your outer layers, you know, being your human life layers and experiences and whatever and trying to control things, let it go and follow your intuition that has no rhyme or reason. Have the courage to find and follow your intuition. In yoga, we say that the breath, when we talk about the breath, which is obviously <laughs> the biggest, oh God, I'm like so obsessed with breath. I'm actually thinking of partaking in uh, going down the road of breath work because it just, it, it ignites, it's one of those things that ignites me as well. So another string to add to my bow or modality or however you want to think of it, but the way that we can work with our breath to refocus, to supercharge, um, to become balanced, to tap into that parasympathetic nervous system, to use it as our advantage just really excites me. Watch this space on that. But as I was saying, in yoga, we say let your breath be the puppeteer and your body be the puppet. So only move the body when you are ready to breathe either in or out. Same goes in life. Let your true nature be the puppeteer, your intuition. Let that be the puppeteer and your smaller self, your ego, be the puppet. Learn to manage when and, and acknowledge and recognize when your smaller self is kind of trying to be the puppeteer. It's not its place, right? And I just want to note while we're on this I just want to note the importance of action. So a lot of people forget about the action part of things. We can't do the same thing over and over and over again and expect a different result. The good news is by placing inspired action to your dreams or your intuition into creating a morning routine or a self-practice routine, the overwhelm immediately dissipates. So it's so important to consistently find pockets of time in your life to dedicate yourself to learning about the journey here and the journey you're on. One thing I know for sure is that I really think it's time to outgrow the mentality and lifestyle that we work too hard at a job that we hate and we go to the beach for fun on the weekend. I mean, like, no, <laughs> really not here for that. Who's like literally, I don't even live in a world, like my world, there is no one that's in a job that they hate. Uh, I suppose they're just the people that I surround myself with, but I do come across that sometimes, you know, people are just in that, you know, people come and talk to me or there'll be a client or 
for whatever reason, it's someone outside my world. And they're like, oh, I'm so stressed. I'm so this, I'm so that. I hate my job. I hate work. And I'm like, oh, you know that you can leave, right? Like, you know that you can completely leave. Like, you can just go ahead and leave, you know? These are people that could have been, you know, that have hundreds and thousands of dollars of savings in the bank. Money's not a question. They, they're just not aware that they're so unhappy. So it's time to wake up. And, you know, that mentality of working really, really hard to get anywhere in life, but something that you hate and, you know, you deal with it later, it doesn't matter. You know, it's very my parents' generation anyway and, and beyond that generation. And it definitely serves its place. And sometimes we need to, you know, just get down and do it for sure. But I think it's important to check in consistently and check in to see how happy we are with the balance in our life like are we happy are we finding any fun and are you honoring your fun because if you're not finding your fun and you're not making time for your fun and you're looking away from your fun you're not going to feel fulfilled ever life's too short you know to be in a shitty job or circumstance that you hate all that's happening when you stay there is just remaining small and remaining stagnant. So let's grow and let's expand. Life is not a dress rehearsal. This is it. <laughs> so the three pieces of guidance that I can really offer today when it comes to locating your life purpose are number one, find your fun. So what do you love to do? I can guarantee you can make a life for yourself and make a lot of money from what you find fulfilling and what brings you real fun because you're passionate about it, right? It's That's the answer. It's because it makes you feel excited. You you automatically, like, you're more ignited than, you know, a, a boring job that you're making yourself do. You know, this comes from, this comes from like down within you. You know, it's an, it's an exciting thing. It stems from your true nature. It's honest. And I'd also like to little... I'd like to add a little sub point here. When you find your fun and you acknowledge what ignites you, get out of your own way of self-sabotage in telling yourself that your fun will get you nowhere. Nothing will ever happen, ever, if you don't believe in yourself and your fun. And so I would encourage you if you have found your fun, but you're self-sabotaging yourself from seeing that just expand out in the world, do the self-work to iron that out. Why shouldn't your fun expand in the world? Why shouldn't that incredible business idea expand in the world? What's happening that it's remaining stagnant and not in flow? I'd look, you know, take that time to sit with yourself and take the self-practice to dive within and, and, and learn how you're self-sabotaging. Number two, <laughs> create a plan of inspired action in your life to bring in more fun. So bring in more fun, do all of the things that bring you fun, but not like the cheap fun, like going out and getting drunk or like whatever, like whatever your ego thinks is fun. What do you feel just so alive? Like for me, yoga, when I step onto the mat, I am like alive, you know, it makes me feel so good when I'm, I'm constantly a student, you know, and that is really my perspective in life. When I, my perspective in my consciousness, I am a student to my consciousness, my higher self, the, the realms beyond this world. Like I am a student to every single human being in this world. Like find 
find what makes you feel fun and it doesn't need I thought I was completely weird I'm going to be really honest I'm trying to track back I'm just trying to track back like a few years ago when I first recognized that this is what I felt fun like this is what I felt like my version of fun was I felt like a full-on weirdo like I really did I felt very alone and I was like this can't be my fun like I have an entertainment background I'm a really good dancer I've traveled the world um yeah I like being behind the mic I've done a lot of presenting experience and I'd like a full-time job you know on channel 10 I would like to be the next Carrie Bickmore thank you so much (laughs) God. Literally, that's how I felt. You know, I was striving for that, that, that job that was that, right, that my ego decided that's what I'm going to do. Would I have ever found that fulfilling? Hell no. No, thank you. You know, I, I don't like to be a puppet. <laughs> so I like to just speak my truth. And yeah, anyway, let's not go down that road. <laughs> but I just know that if I had gone down that road and kept pushing it, there's no way I would be having as much fun as I do now. There's no way I would feel my life is fulfilled. Like I am thriving because I live and breathe my fun every single day. And that's the truth you can do. So what is your fun? What is your fun in your life? And let go of all expectations. Leave room for the universe to surprise you. And the third piece of guidance that I can offer is allow the space and time for you to grow into yourself. So this is a very gentle piece of guidance. Allow the space and time for you to grow into yourself. Be patient and know that everything is perfect exactly as it happens. You know, life can really give us this feeling that we've missed the off-ramp at times, like we missed our exit. And I got to say, if that exit was truly ever meant for you, you'll find your way back to it. You'll have a U-turn at one point, or perhaps it was actually never your exit in the first place. Perhaps it was your ego thinking it was your exit to your life purpose. Perhaps you are moving forward to a brighter and more fulfilling, you know, sort of ending or experience and the off-ramp to locating your life purpose or that experience hasn't even been established yet. yet, Because the universe is, you know, perhaps waiting for you to do the self-work so you can identify your off-ramp as soon as you see yourself approaching it. Lots to think about from today's episode. And I hope that all makes sense. I've tried to dissect that in the clearest way possible, using minimal words with maximum impact. <laughs> and so on that note, be kind to yourself. Living life at maximum capacity can take a lot of courage. But believe you have the ability to do it. I believe in you. Believe you have the ability to do it. Believe you're equipped with all of the right tools in truly living and fulfilling your fun. It's simply learning to remember that you deserve this. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of Self. If you would like to connect or have any questions on today's episode, you can find me across on Instagram at Lisa C. Clark. Thanks, guys. See you next week.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 